0: What's up to my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan with another episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. And I am going to give you my top 10 things I learned at VenturePop. So just to start things off, this video is not sponsored by VenturePop. as i mentioned in my last video i was gonna head to a conference in new orleans louisiana and that conference is VenturePop. pop so venture pop was a conference i first went to a year ago and it's for creative entrepreneurs it was absolutely great so i went again this year and they raised the bar even higher but i wanted to share Everything I learned, but if I did that, that would be too long. So I'm really just going to share the top 10 things that I took away from Venture Pop that really impacted me. And this is not in ranking order, I'm just giving you 10 things. The first thing is if you want to get results on Instagram, you have to commit and engage with the community for at least six months. So this comes from a talk that Jennifer Puno did and she was on Instagram and she had her personal account and she had her business account, but things weren't really growing. Um, So she didn't wanna mix the two. So she said, I will only do business and I'm gonna do my personal over here. And she kept them separate not only that but she committed to getting on instagram and engaging in the community for at least one hour every day for six months so if you do the math roughly you know she's working about 180 to 200 hours investing on a platform just talking to people leaving comments really not expecting anything in return so she was consistent to post but she was also consistent to interact on her content and other content on Instagram that did not belong to her. She mentioned that after doing this, you know, her followers skyrocketed and she even showed a chart that showed that. And it pretty was amazing to see exponential growth on Instagram all because she curated her content, she committed to community, and also she was clear about this is a business, but we wanna talk with you. So that was just a really great takeaway and a reminder that no matter what social media platform you're on, don't just get on there and always try to sell something. Don't just get on there and always try to sell your services. It's about engaging in community. And if you really want to grow, you're gonna have to commit. So even me on Instagram, I can do a lot better, but I'm gonna have to commit for a certain time period for at least six months. The second takeaway I learned from Venture Pop was, good storytelling is good marketing. Now, this was, you know, interwoven all through the conference, and I saw multiple people talk about storytelling, but uh, two people specifically really just stood out to me. Uh, One was Pioneer Collective. You know, they have WePioneer.tv. They do a great job of visually sharing stories and highlighting creative professionals in different markets. But also, you know, there was Dear World, you know, a a photography project that first started in New Orleans that has grown into this visual storytelling that really impacts the globe. And it really was just humbling to see that because the presentation some of them gave, you know, some people in the audience were crying because it was so emotionally charged. That's what good storytelling does. People remember a good story they want to hear a good story. Sometimes in marketing, we get so caught up in talking about the features of something and talking about how discounted it is and how much money you can save and how much of a great value it is versus just focusing on a good story. Uh, many times, people ask, How do I go viral? It just has to be engaging. Whether the video is funny and it's engaging someone's emotions and laughter or the video is inspiring, or the video is touching. Whatever it is, it all begins with a good story. So ask yourself, in your own creative pursuits, what's your story? And is it a good story? Third thing I took away from Venture Pop was, if you are building a product, get it out the door. Iterating is a part of the process. So I am pretty much guilty, and this, Directly applies to me because I have been working on a product for some time But I have not released it some people know that some people don't either way. I haven't released it So you don't know, you know so just hearing and seeing all the projects people are working on and the things that they're releasing and the growth that they've Had and what they've learned it was just a reminder to me that I cannot get caught in perfection mode and the same thing I'll say to you is if you're working on something share it with the world or at least share your process with the world it doesn't have to be 100 percent perfect because getting something perfect doesn't mean it's going to sell getting something perfect doesn't mean it's going to be massively shared amongst everybody you know sometimes if you're almost there sharing that is enough to get things started and for you to show your process and show i'm working on this thing And if you talk about it publicly, people can see your gradual improvements in where you're going. So just a reminder to me that I don't need to get caught up in trying to make something perfect, that I do need to put something out there that's somewhat of a rough draft. People will give me feedback and I can use that feedback to make the thing better. It's a never-ending cycle. The fourth takeaway I have from Venture Pop is your goals are not big enough and you need to 10x them. Ironically, I've heard this before listening to the Sean West podcast by Sean McCabe and his team. So I've heard this before. I've also heard this in the book by uh, Grant Cardone, The 10X Rule. So I've heard this before, but hearing it again, for me, this is the third time in a different environment. It was just a reminder that if you have a goal, you need to hustle to get to that goal. But what if you 10X that goal? So multiply it by 10 what would it look like maybe you're saying i want to build a website 10xing that is you want to build a company and have employees and the business is you know maybe getting startup capital whatever it may be but if you 10x what that goal is even if the goal is simply income there's a different type of worth ethic there's a different type of hustle from someone who says i want to make 100k this year versus someone who says i want to make you know, one million this year. If you really had a goal of making one million, you would act different. You, you know, you would hustle more. You wouldn't be so complacent sometimes. You wouldn't take things so easy. So it was just a reminder again for me in my business that whatever goals I have, if I 10x them, I'm behind. So I really need to get on it and think bigger. The fifth takeaway I have from VenturePop is look for strategic partners when creating a project. They might sponsor you. So This comes from a talk that I heard from Wesley. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his last name, but he's a photographer out of New York City, and it was good just to hear him, talk with him, and meet him, but not only that, he talked about a project that he had called One of Many, and he was highlighting creative professionals in different cities, and he approached companies and told them about the project, told them what he was doing, talked about the perspective exposure the project would have, and sought partnerships, so he didn't pay everything out of his own pockets, he strategically chose partners that he had worked with previously or used their product and asked them to sponsor him. He walked through the logic of what happened and how to approach people for sponsorship, so it was just a reminder that you may have a project you want to work on that doesn't necessarily fit you know, in your business model or you may have a creative project you want to do and you know it's not going to immediately reap. A financial return so if that's the case maybe you can find a company or a strategic partner to link up with so that you know they can at least support your creative endeavors and then they get the exposure they want and you got to do your creative project the sixth takeaway I have is you must be able to communicate how you help people so this was a talk I heard as uh, Shanae Howard was talking and um, it was just really good you know she was just really comfortable in giving her talk And she helps other people figure out what their branding is, somewhat of their messaging, what is their story. So she walks people through that. And it really was just a reminder for me that it's one thing to be good at what you do. And it's one thing to have skills. But if you can't communicate how those skills can help someone else reach a goal or, you know, gain a certain financial goal they have or overcome a problem in their business, they won't make the connection. You know, a lot of times it's easy to show people, oh, look what I can do. Look at what software I'm using. Look at the camera I'm using. You know, we get so kind of sometimes creative as the professionals and the tools that we use that oftentimes it can be missed to say, this is how I can help you. You know, so instead of saying I have the best video camera, you know, you can say I can create a video for you that will last a span of one year and can help bring people to your business. That's a different mindset versus I make great videos. So learn how to communicate. Seventh takeaway that I have is write out your goals in a place that is highly visible so that you can see them. This comes from you know, Kathleen Shannon and Emily Thompson. They were there as one of the keynote speakers. And as they were talking, they just talked about you know, what they have in terms of setting goals for themselves and setting goals for their business. And Really they wrote up those goals in a visible place and they had expectation to meet those goals and seeing them every day, you know, it was a reminder that they needed to get them done and needed to stay in the top of their mind and if they weren't reaching those goals, they had to change something. One of the cool quotes from their talk was, you know, a goal is just a dream unless you write it down and actualize it. So I know I think of 20 things, you know, every second, but, the things that I'm serious about, I definitely need to write them down someplace visible, maybe put them on my wall or something, make them visible and say that is what I'm going to do this month or that is what I'm going to do this year, um, you know, this week, whatever it may be, but write any goal down so that it's the actual goal and not just a fleeting thought. The eighth takeaway I have is if you cannot afford a base rate, it's an automatic no. So perhaps many times in my business, I love working with people. There are projects that I like and I know the individual can't necessarily afford where my business is moving towards at the moment. And sometimes I still work with them because I want them to see success and I want to invest in their business. But that is time that's taken away from me. And one thing that I need to do a better job of is Learn to say no. Because to be honest, I may be doing people a disservice. For example, perhaps someone comes to me and they want something done, like a website, and I agree to it because I want to help them. And then later on, they come back and they need more help. They need more changes. Now I end up working you know, with them at a lower rate that's not even close to what I initially even charged. So it starts becoming a loss for me. Even though I thought of it as investing in someone else. So it's best sometimes to say no so that it's better for you as a creative and it's better for them. So you don't get in a situation where it's a win-lose. You want a win-win situation when you're working with clients. And I know that and I've taught that here on this podcast, but I haven't always done it. But again, it was just a reminder, you know, these people at the conference were functioning at high levels and You have to say no. So if I want to get to a certain level, I'm going to have to say no to certain things more often. The ninth takeaway is creating an online course. I need to consider using something like Facebook groups or Slack channels. So with this takeaway, it came from Sarah Morgan and I follow her online. She does a great job of putting content out there. And she talked about some of the communities that she's built up. And some online courses that she's done and, you know, shameless plug, I'm working on an online course called Freelance Jumpstart, which is just about helping creative entrepreneurs start their business and certain things that I did not learn in school and I only learned through experience that they don't tell you, you know, like how to file taxes or how to come up with a business name, how do you market your services, how do you come up with what to charge people, questions like that is the resource that I'm working on. But again, a part of that is I do want to build a community online. So if you have a question, you can ask me or someone else and you get an immediate answer. So that's what I'm working on. But I was trying to figure out what I should use. I didn't know if a private Facebook group or a Slack group was the best thing. And I got a lot of clarity in listening to Sarah. So there are some good takeaways and some pros and cons to using either platform. But either way, I learned a lot from that, and it just goes to show that regardless of what you're doing online, think about creating a community because a community is the new type of marketing in 2016 and beyond. Nobody wants to be specifically targeted and feel like you know you have a dart and they're the dartboard and you're throwing it at them. People want to feel like they are a part of something bigger and a community supports that. And the 10th takeaway that I learned at VenturePop roll, is that I have the ability to create. Now this takeaway is something that I already knew and it's not really a massive revelation or anything like that. But honestly, in hearing all of the speakers and listening to their projects, what they're working on, the audiences that they've built up, You know, over time, the the income that they're getting, the connections they've made, the lives they've changed. In learning and listening to all of that, I realized and was a bit humbled, but also inspired to do more because they are like me. Um, For example, one of the speakers named Tara, um, she was just saying, hey, you know, some years ago I was working at a bookstore. (laughs) I was making around 20 something thousand a year. And, you know, that's what I was doing, but I changed certain things and now I am here doing what I want to do, empowering others. And that was just a great thing to hear. But not only that, it was a reminder to say, these people are not more capable than I was. It's not like they had something that I don't. Matter of fact, I may actually have more technical knowledge than them. So they weren't more capable than me, but they were people who were more dedicated and specific to the endeavors that they wanted to do as I am taking my time, right? So again, to anyone out there, if you believe you wanna do something in a creative pursuit, you have to be willing to put in the work, but not only that, you can actually do this and you can actually be successful. These aren't just one-off stories of people floating out there. I've been to too many conferences to where I've seen Different people in different markets doing well, but you still have to take a risk and put yourself out there and you do have to take put in the time to be dedicated to get results. So that's just a reminder to me. I have the ability to create and I have a chance to be successful and I can be successful if I'm consistent. And it's not like these people found a secret that I don't have access to. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. As I mentioned, I'm just giving the top 10 things I learned at the VenturePop conference, and it was great. Um, I wanna go really in depth about everything I learned, but it would be too long in a video. So I am working on a review of that VenturePop conference. And once it is done, you will see it on my website at NathanAlote.com, So you can go there to check it out. Um, to get the show notes for this particular episode, you can go to freelancejumpstart.tv slash 50, cause this is episode 50. This is episode 50. Wow, it's been 50 episodes. It doesn't feel like it. And I don't even remember every episode, but uh, it's been a great journey even just to get to 50. So that's a good and great thing. And I'm glad you all have joined us. And if you're new, I'm glad you've uh, taken the time to at least listen or watch uh, this particular video. Thank you once again, and I will catch you in the next one. See ya.